Are we about to get sweaty? Are we about to get sweaty? Oh, hell yeah. Three dudes getting sweaty. Yeah. Shit. Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we have a very special guest with us this week. Uh, you may know him as the owner and founder of the Blowhard what? magazine. You Thank also you for may... saying magazine. <laughs> He's a blowhard. Uh, you also may know him from the uh, greatest podcast in history, a great history podcast. What? You also may know him uh, as an improviser with a Penny Red. Uh, please welcome Dylan Sher. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks welcome. for having me. Thanks so much for Appreciate coming. Appreciate it, man. of course. It was, uh, it's it's so great to have you here. And, it really uh, is. Might I say right off the top, love the blowhard. Oh, good stuff. Thank you. You got some great uh, writers. Who all who all's been contributing so oh, far? Oh man, we got a bunch. A lot of local Chicago people. Uh, Marine Bowie, Daryl McSweeney. A uh, whole host of others. Uh, some people out in Montana, Montana, out in Seattle. Folk. Yeah, we got nice. people everywhere. We got uh, I guess some a lot more in Chicago now. I'm thinking about it. Cool. Uh, so it's a it's a bi coastal. We're putting Montana <laughs> on the coast for this one. Bi coastal uh, <laughs> website with you know the best political takes That's you awesome. ever have. That's really I only cool. listed two writers. There's like 13 right now, but I am blanking very hard. Like Bradley Nealon. Morgan Smith, my brother Zach Shear. Uh, don't count him. It's my brother. I can't keep on listening. And then a whole bunch of other. Great you contribute people. as well. I do. I write uh, when I have the chance. I do a lot more of the editing on the site than the writing. Nice. But, That's really. Cool. You know, if I got a hot take, I need to get out there, or you know, just want to troll a couple people. <laughs> That's so cool. And what? Uh, and your podcast is a history-based podcast. Yeah, I just graduated uh, from my master's from DePaul. Congratulations! Whoop! It's history. Oh god, a master's degree in history is very cool, very, very lucrative. <laughs> uh, everyone just get out there. It's the new Hollywood, guys. Uh, uh, this man, <laughs> new Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, me and one of my uh, cohort, um, he's still he hasn't graduated yet, so he's not. Ugh. He's not that smart. Um, he's actually like a thousand times smarter than me. Uh, we do a podcast together. Uh, as Doug said, the greatest podcast in history. It's on iTunes. It's on SoundCloud. It's everywhere. That's awesome. You guys nice. just cover uh, different, whatever you guys are going through in school, basically. Yeah, uh, whatever we took a class on. So anywhere from South American colonial uh, politics and censorship to, you know, uh, the hot bishops of the 14th century. <laughs> that is a real thing. Bishops in the 14th century is a requirement for them to be hot. Like, honestly. Really? Yeah. Because, I like, like consider, like, if you're hot, you're godly. Because God blessed you with good looks. Interesting. Yeah. Really I kind of like that. I not like, much has changed. I feel like today. that is, that's like a BuzzFeed listicle ready oh, to go. Like, 100%. Hottest, who's the hottest bishops of the 14th century? <laughs> hottest bishops in church history. Right. They're all ugly. Look at pictures of them. Like, just Google, like, 14th century bishops, and they're all disgusting. But, <laughs> but if uh, they were. Beauty if, standards change. If they were the hot ones, you know, yeah, what, what were the, the uggos? Like? Yeah, right. You know, although they were probably skinny. Yeah, you know, Black Plague. Yeah. A lot of pox source. Back then, like, being skinny was gross. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, oh yeah. right. underfed, yeah. you know. Malnourished, ugh, poor gross. person. Bleh. Yeah, we want, the, we want the, the, the hefty ones with some, you know, worn out teeth from eating all the sugar. <laughs> Give me a big like, bone bishop yeah. and I'll be happy all night. <laughs> if you got gout, baby, I am there. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah. <laughs> now we're talking. If you've got gout, I'm there. Ooh, you don't that, even. Oh, that man. might be the new official slogan of this podcast. <laughs> if you've got gout, I'm there. I got your back. I, I want to put that on a mug. <laughs> it's so hard to get gout. You have to eat like a pound of shrimp a day for like five weeks to get gout. What it's is like gout? Really? I, I feel like I don't know. It's the King's disease. I feel like the, I'm, I'm confusing that with uh, with another one with gangrene. Uh. All, all I know about the gout is from the song Lunch Lady Land when he's saying <laughs> that you got a bad case. That she has a bad case of the gout. That's all I know. And I don't know why. I think it's on your feet. I don't know. Yeah, it's like your feet Boom! get swollen. And like I think your hands too because you just eat too many like fatty rich foods. And so it like messes up like your your blood doesn't flow. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're not getting much circulation. Exactly. So you gotta keep your feet up on a little pillow. So I see why that's the case. I got disease. the gout. Mm, yeah, got the Daddy's gout. got the gout. Ooh, <laughs> let me get some of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what's one of your favorite uh, uh, time periods in history that you've studied? Oh, good question. Uh, my favorite time period is probably like I say modern American history. Mm-hmm. So like 1950s onward. Why is that? Why is that your favorite? Uh, just because there's a lot more, we have a lot more records of what's happening, and so we get a lot more Good voices. 
Yeah. Like, if you go early, earlier than that or, like, at all, it's, you're getting a lot of just, like, famous white guys. <laughs> and, you know, that, I mean, they do some crazy messed up stuff. Um, I guess I could say fuck. They do some crazy fucked up stuff. And But once you get past that, you get a lot more records coming in. Sure. And, you know, you can study, like, comedy and say it's a career. <laughs> no, oh, that's I like true. that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, and yeah. or rock and roll. Yeah, I always felt like I enjoyed history up until the point where uh, muskets were invented, mm-hmm. because that's about the time where I was just like, oh, boring tactic. <laughs> you know, oh, stronger guns. So uh, boring. I was like, right, they, yeah, I was like, they have guns now, so all of a sudden the tactics. The beginning of the for, arms race, exactly, and all that sort of stuff. I'm just like, boo. <laughs> I was like, I loved all the stuff where it's like, oh, we got archers, we've got infantry, we've got cavalry, we've got siege weapons, and now it's like, we kind of still have that, but we're going to line up in front of each other and shoot. History, I liked its early work, but the newer stuff just. <laughs> It's and then just, it's so derivative. It's so derivative. I liked it when people like died from you know archer wounds and they just yeah. had to bleed out slowly on the field. But here's the thing: that was the good if stuff. If they left the arrow in, they wouldn't bleed out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just die because of like gangrene. But then oh, they yeah. get gangrene. There yeah, you go. Infection, exactly. sure thing. But you know, in the movies, they make it seem like you know everyone hits someone with an, with an arrow and that's like a sniper shot, and it's not. No, no. It just plugs the wound. It's not a good thing to get hit by an arrow, but they make it seem like one shot, one kill. They're like, oh. Arrow, I'm down. It's kind of like, like Matt Damon in the Wall in the Great Wall. Are you really bring this up? Again? Like he's just an awesome <laughs> archer. Yeah, he yeah. is an amazing archer. Guess what? what? Watch the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Hey, he wouldn't be good. He would not be on that wall unless he was really good. It's a we great need wall. him on that wall. Not a you bad want wall. him on that wall. We need him on that wall. <laughs> you gotta Fuck protect him. China. <laughs> they would agree. Exactly. I mean, it doesn't even cover like half the area that China covers. But yeah. Whatever. That is pro- that, talk about a great project. Just like, hey, you know what we're going to do over the next thousand years? Build a fucking wall. And then just expand our borders beyond it. <laughs> <laughs> and then not build another one. Yeah. So you think building a wall is a good idea? Uh, hmm. In China. Ah, interesting. Oh. oh, so good for them, not yeah, for us. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Those Mongols, those tricksy, tricksy Mongols always raiding, you know. That's the most golem thing you've ever said. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my precious mongols. Those tricksy mongols. Trixel, trixy mongols. Oh, it's <laughs> Yeah, there we what, go. What made you want to go into uh, studying history, though? Yeah. Um, so it's embarrassing. Because, Yay! oh, man. It's not that. Oh, relax. Oh, uh, my dad is also a history professor. Okay. And so I say it's not because he did it, just because I liked it. But my guess is that had a lot to do with it. Okay. Um, I mean, I was I was good at it, and so I tend to naturally gravitate toward things I'm good at because I'm lazy and don't like to learn new things. I love it. Um, so I, I liked it in school a lot, uh, you know, just learning about uh, other people, other cultures, and being able to make sense of it and yeah. tying it into other stuff. I like cool. I like facts. Like yeah. Yeah. I like I like whole oh, hard fact. researchable facts. Which don't go into history if you like facts because uh, no one agrees on anything. <laughs> and is it really that disputed? Oh boy, uh, no objective truth. There's, like, when you do, like, a history master, there's always a class that's basically just, like, uh, history isn't real, and it's, like, all your opinions. Um, there's, a, there's I mean, that didn't used to be the case. Uh, there's a thing called historiography, which is the how historians do history. Um, so, oh, you can really get, like, oh granular on <laughs> this. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of, like, really, like, uh, just, like, <laughs> navel-gazing books about it with just, like, famous historians, quote-unquote, like, writing about their process and how it's changed over time. And it's wow, awful. that sounds horribly uh, yeah. boring. <laughs> this is how I history. It's right? <laughs> exactly. It's, it's rough. It's uh, people trying to find celebrity in their field. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of them just end up being like, uh, my way is right and your way is wrong, which is, like, pretty dumb. Because uh, they're all they have different ways and they're all super successful, yeah. so obviously they're wrong. But history used to be very much like this happened this way, but now it's like you know there's because everything's an interpretation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So speaking no of, objective facts exist. Speaking of objective facts, guys, election is coming Jesus up. Christ, Am TV. I right? I love yeah. it. Twenty sixteen. was lazy. You uh, love it. No, <laughs> I, think, a, I, think I think that was a great segue. Yeah, we could have probably gone with a wall. That would have been a good one. You know? I mean, I feel like I yeah, said jump with that. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but you got to drive it home, Justin. You got to be like, so this. So you just I'm graduated. Like, Fantastic. Yes, <laughs> elections. <laughs> oh, shit. You know what I think about when I think about graduations? Voting election. someone into office. That's right. Exactly. Someone graduating out and a new class yes. coming in. Uh, yeah, it right. Makes perfect sense. Of course. Of course. Yes. So, uh, yeah, guys, there's an election happening. Am there, I right? There is. There absolutely is. Yeah, right? And, we're guys, we're getting into it. We're getting into this election thing. We're, we're coming up on a month away. 
Mm-hmm. I the can't great, wait I think for we're talking. The great thing that, that I'm here for this is because I mean, all historians are very good at modern politics and things that are currently happening. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad you guys invited me, the expert. Of course. Uh, all, all historians are good at modern politics. Yeah, yeah, all historians are good at current events. Yes, uh, I don't <laughs> exactly. know if you guys know this, but I know literally everything that that's happening. That feels counterintuitive. I don't know. Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't yeah, think. I wouldn't. Okay. Uh, you sure? But it's true. All right. It's true. All right. I'll get. I'll get. I have an MA after my name. Oh, nice. I've got to listen to him. He does it the best. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's got yeah. a book coming out. I was trying to think of a joke for what MA stood for, uh, but I couldn't think of like something that meant poor uh, very quickly. <laughs> like uh, most uh, allowance from parents? No, it doesn't really that's, <laughs> doesn't fall off the tongue. I technically have an MAM after my name. Oh, nice. For ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. Was that was Masters of Arts Management? Oh, and you can tell I am putting that to good use. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a BA, which is a BS. Oh, it's badass, baby. Yeah, Yeah. badass. So, uh, guys, this election thing is getting exhausting. I'm. It's too long. I'm exhausted. I was exhausted a year ago. Mm -hmm. I'm even more so now. I was dreading this year, mostly because the Olympics were going to be in Rio. I thought it was going to be a disaster. That ended up being okay. But then I'm like, but then after that, we got the goddamn elections. <laughs> Boo. And elections were going on essentially while the Olympics were going on. Yeah. The elections have been going on for 2015. Way too long. Yeah. It's always exhausting. It's going to be like France where it's like two weeks and you're done. <laughs> right? Get it over oh. with. I mean, I just, they almost looked at a fascist, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to do the same thing. They are pretty conservative I was, was going to say, yeah, we're not too far off. Yeah. You know? Marie Le Pen. <laughs> and they're like, you know, eh, yeah, we don't want you guys wearing those uh, those headdresses. Uh, or, yeah, beach. or the swimsuits, full yeah. body bikini. Oh, that was, oh, man. And you look at France, you're like, really, guys? This is, this, is, this is what you're all up in arms about? Who is the president of France right now? Who I cares? should know this, but I cannot remember his name. I don't know. I love how Doug is so just, He's like, who cares? Who cares? It's not America. <laughs> Come on, who's got the time to learn every president of every country? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Like, Do you remember the Thirty Years' War? God damn it, I'm still pissed about it. Justin, who's the president of France? Uh, Jacques. Jacques Chirac. Eve. Jacques Chirac. Eve. I, I don't know. <laughs> I think it Do might you want me like to fact check who it is? Cr- oh, yeah. Francois Hollande. That's the guy, yeah. Hollande. Hollande. You could yeah. have said anything, and I would have been like, sure, say something more French. You got it. You absolutely got I it. I can't think of a more French fromage. name than Francois. Fr- fromage. Fromage. Fromage Dupont. His name Monsieur is Fromage. Yeah, fromage Dupont. <laughs> Chardonnay. <Paint>. Chardonnay. <laughs> Poutine. President mm, Putin. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm getting. Uh, I'm just thankful we're not in a battleground state. Oh, I can't imagine being in. In is it Ohio, uh, Pennsylvania? Missouri is one of them. Is Missouri yeah. one of them? Oh yeah. I feel like Missouri would just naturally go right. Like, <laughs> well, it's I, always been one of those just like sticky states, and I mean that in every sense of the word. It's just a <laughs> sticky, <laughs> sticky state, and it's it's just a weird. They've got weird pockets. Of different conservative, filled with different things. Yeah, it's gross, and they like to fill those pockets they with got whatever they pocket can. Pocket hot dogs. Yeah, pocket yeah. dogs. So that's one of them. Florida's another one. That. Okay. Yeah, Florida, uh, Nevada. Weirdly. Yeah. yeah, that's always weird. The Nevada is. Yeah. And is there? I think that's Utah was for a sec. Yeah. Uh, they went a little more right, but they could be swinging back. So. Yeah. We'll see. But yeah, I mean, yeah, Ohio, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania the yeah, big, yeah. Yeah. Those are the electoral votes. Yeah, I just, I, I can only imagine. My brother and my family live in Missouri right now, so I can only imagine what sort of ads they're just getting bombarded oh, oh, with. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's nice to live in Illinois because we don't get those really. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you get a lot, of, seeing, lot of local ads. A lot, yeah. of local, a lot of local ads. A lot yeah. for Hillary, almost like Hillary's like, seriously, guys. Mm. Seriously, like, I know. I'm supposed to win this state, but please. Like pro-Hillary or, yeah, like, or Hillary's camp attacking? Like pro-Hillary. Pro-Hillary. Interesting. Like, I don't know if I've seen any. I've, I've seen a seen, lot of local ones. And I've, I've seen, seen a decent chunk of them. I've seen some attack ads against Trump, but I haven't seen I haven't seen yeah. a lot of pro, just pro, like here's what our candidate does kind of thing. Yeah, I've seen one. They're basically anti-Trump ads, you know, but like, you know, there's one where it's like Trump talking about, you know, how gross girls are. And then, no. oh, yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, was, yeah. And there's the other one about like, you know, basically how veterans are garbage. That yeah. one, and then there was a moment recently where she's basically always been for uh, 
babies and children growing up and things like that. And that's I'm okay with babies and children growing <laughs> up. Yes, vote for me. That's the veterans thing is my favorite Trump line because he was going. He went in on McCain yeah. earlier in the oh primary. It was so good. And McCain's like the Republican Democrats love or whatever. Like yeah. John Stewart was. He sucks. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's all like, he's like, yeah, McCain was a bad fighter. Probably he got shot down like three times, which is funny because it's kind of true. Like McCain's dad is like way up in the Navy, and so he got to fly fly fighter pilots because of his parents. And he oh, did for suck. real? I didn't but, like, know that. I mean, it was awful that he was in the Hanoi Hotel. And it was like really bad. Yeah. But he like does suck. But like no one wants to say that about him. Well, I just thought that's that was great. funny. He's like, no, I like people that don't get captured. Yeah, I was just like, dude, <laughs> like, really? <clears throat> okay. Well, I mean, you say dude, really, but like at this, I mean, it's funny because I'm almost becoming desensitized to what he said. Well, this was like, way back then. Like now I'm like, yeah, that's old history that right. he said that. I mean, you could just. But anything new that he could... says, like it's just, it's infuriating, but it's still, nothing that he says at this point surprises me. Yeah. Because no, I almost. Not. Like there was one, there was one. Uh, I don't know if it was College Humor or I think it was College Humor who released a video, and it was way too long. Mm-hmm. It would have been much more effective and funnier if, if they had shortened it up. But I, I pushed through and I watched like the six plus minute video. And, yeah, I know, yes. right? Like, I, oh, who's got time for six minutes? Come on. <laughs> I'm hey. at work, man. I got shit to do. I got yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but it was all about these two guys who got hired to. Uh, they were comedy writers. They got hired to be the. Uh, political speech writers for Trump's, and then they ended up being the campaign. And it was all supposed to be a giant joke that Trump was in on, and it was this and that. And so they would converse with him on the phone. But then, like, the worst stuff they would write for him, which mm-hmm. like, it was actual lines that he said, mm-hmm. uh, the worst stuff they would write, like, they would cut back to them, and they're like, he's doing well? <laughs> <laughs> we did and then, like, cut to a year later, they were like, this is supposed to be a four-month gig of comedy writing. I haven't seen my family in fucking a year, man. Like, and they're just getting more and more just, like, dead on the inside. And, like, but it, it, it's exactly that, where you're just like, like, there was one part of me who honestly thought, like, this would be the funniest joke if they were, if Trump just went in and just torpedoed the yeah. Republican Party, like, right at the end went, you know what? Eh, fuck it, I'm out. Like, yeah. and and just he voted for Hillary and like just <laughs> made like well, that, that's my favorite conspiracy theory, which yeah. was going around for a long time. Was because I mean Trump and Clinton have all these connections in the past, right? And so there's a theory that he, she was paying him to torpedo the Republican Party. Oh my god, that's so amazing! But uh, that is apparently not happening. Well, we don't know yet. The election hasn't happened. He could wait till he the eleventh hour and just like Man. drop the. But at this point, I let me let me put this to you guys. Do you think if he even like? Because there's part of me that's like, I'm wondering if he's like legitimately trying and yeah. going, nothing I say works. Like, yeah. do you think there's anything that he could say at this point that would torpedo his campaign? Um, I like you can't. You don't like, have there's to no, say like, it. I was word. like, I, I <laughs> yeah. had I had some things that popped in, but I was like, I don't want to say them. No, I don't, the N word. He could drop it, be fine. I was gonna say that's the thing. Like C, like the C word. He could drop it, be fine. Like there's honestly like no words he can say that'll like kick him out of the election yeah. because it's so like everyone's like America has to be saved right and if your savior says something you still protect him like, yeah. well not only sides. that but the thing is like the stuff that he could say that would be awful he could drop the n-word he could drop the c-word and all that would do is just further ignite the people that like him like, oh yeah, yeah exactly he's yeah. saying what's right. on my yeah. mind right. like oh, political threatenings oh, is bad like that's exactly what would happen because right. I think that's the allure of him is he is the guy that is not playing the same rules as everyone else is he's yeah. saying all this sort of stuff. I mean, oh, that's he, absolutely. People brilliant. have argued that he doesn't do any prep for the debates. He right. just runs out there and yells shit, and people are like, "Hey, this guy's not like the other robots up there. I like him. Like right. he's just." And I think it's refreshing to a degree to hear someone just be like, I, "Yeah, this is a giant stupid theater production that everyone goes through," and it's it is a little bit refreshing to see someone that's like, yeah, <laughs> you know, just. Do whatever they're doing. I felt that way in the primaries, but at this, oh, yeah. at this point, I feel like he's just. I, I honestly feel like it's disrespectful. A to his constituents, and B to the people who, uh, just anyone in the process of yeah. like just just the whole process of the sure. election. Which I still argue that the election is complete. Like elections in and of themselves, I feel like you know the. It, Yes, I will vote, but it does not matter who the fuck I vote for because it's it's out of our hands. The minute that you give it to an electoral college, it's out of the actual voters' hands. But yeah, um, why? Um, no, I I think um, it's it's just one of those things where I agree with you. In the primaries, 
it was entertaining to be like, oh, look at the, right. What's well, this? because he was going after all the Republicans. He yeah. was just like, yeah, yeah exactly. fucking call yeah. him out. Yeah. I love people making fun of Jeb. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, I'm sorry, but there was one point. I didn't mean sure, to, but there was one point that you bring up Jeb. I truly did felt bad at that one that one junket where he goes, where he was like, he asked, he goes, please clap. Yeah, that's like, so I, good. It's so good. I, there was a part of me that went, I, uh, I truly like, feel bad for this guy. Like, because yeah. he, yeah. he really wants to do something. And I'm like, he can't even get people who come to his own rally to clap for what he's saying. Do you guys follow Vic Berger on Twitter? I no. don't even, No, I don't know. Oh, who it is. Check him out. He has all these. He makes videos for Super Deluxe. Okay. Like oh, okay. him and Tim Heidecker both went to uh, both conventions. But he has he has makes videos of like the uh, debates and all that stuff. And yeah. His please clap one is so good because <laughs> all he does he takes like the raw footage yeah. and then just manipulate it just a little bit. Yeah. And it's fantastic. <laughs> He's it's so good. I gotta watch it. It's just it. so sad. Yeah. It reminds me of like years ago where it was uh it was a Giants press conference and I think all the press got the wrong time for when they were supposed to show up. So it was just like Eli in there by himself. I don't remember that at all. One dude comes in with a backpack and Eli's like, all right, here we go. And he just gets <laughs> up and starts doing his thing for this one dude with a backpack <laughs> and there's no one else in the room. And he's just like, so uh, we played a hard game. Uh, it was really like, everyone was like, what the fuck happened? Why is there no one in here? It's so funny. It was hilarious and so embarrassing. And God bless him. He just toughed it out and was like, well, we're going to do this. Little baby Eli. As, as, soon as, oh, as soon as someone comes in here, I'm rolling and then I'm getting out. Yeah, yeah. Right. Guys, I got a dinner I got to be at. I don't know about this. And he's just yeah. sitting there like hanging out. There's like, there's nobody here. <laughs> just like my family. Where's Archie? Where's Peyton? Where's everybody? So, um, but yeah, I feel like... Um, yeah, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. Honestly, I don't know. Fuck, it probably wasn't. Sorry. It, honestly, it wasn't important. <laughs> I knew it as, as I was just farting it out of my mouth. I was like, this isn't important. But um, I just, I don't know. I think what's really sad to me is uh, just, you know, I've kind of lost interest in politics for a couple of years now. I just, I, I don't have the, the patience for it. It's just, it's so much bullshit that you have to just read between the lines on. And yeah. it's just everyone not getting along. I'm like, you know what? People don't get along in my job. I deal with that for eight hours a day. Right. And then I got to worry about these douchebags trying to hold on to power, trying to make money. And like, and I'm supposed to give a shit as right. they bicker over all yeah. these little things and just try to flex their muscles and get in pissing matches with each other. I'm just like... I don't care. I know that's not the right attitude to have. <laughs> Dude, I just look at it as I'm like, what am I going to do? Knowing is half the battle, Doug. What am yeah. I? What it's am a good I, place to start. Yeah. What am I going to do? Like, I, yeah. there's, what am I going to do? Just go up there and be like, you all suck. Here's an angry email. Right. <laughs> that's nothing. why you got to write it out. Yeah. yeah. It's just still, it's just like one of those things where I'm Letters. just like, these guys are going to do what they're going to do, and there's nothing I can do about it. Right. You know, and it's depressing to me in that regard. Vote because, local. Yeah, right. And that's the that's one thing I. Do. That's the one thing I don't do is I do not pay attention to local politics. Oh, that's uh, that's what where you got to start. What you oh, what you got to do. And actually, Milos brought this up to me, which is funny because he wasn't born here, but yeah. he's got a really great outlook on uh, the American political system, probably because he wasn't born here. But um, he, uh, what 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 you really need to do is the presidential election is what it is, but no one pays attention to who they're electing to their to the the House the, to the Senate to the Congress. Like no one pays attention to any of that. And those are the people who are voting day in and day out. Like presidents looking at the big picture and, and running all the other shit. You got to pay attention to who you're, who, who's actually going in to vote on day in day out shit. Like, Congress is full of a bunch of the biggest douche canoes that there are. Like, right, because no one pays attention to that yeah. part of the election. You know that, but a lot of morons, like people who yes. are really not qualified, get to fill those positions. And you're like, what are you doing up there? Absolutely, my guy Rand Paul. Oh boy, <laughs> but like even lower than that, like the Water Reclamation Board in Chicago is like a weirdly huge position. Really, and we elect, we elect, it's elected official, and it's always like some like city government uh, Democrat every year. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you, if you vote on the local level, I'm looking at a soapbox right here. That's where you make changes, like yeah. city councilmen, all those positions. Um, you know, like board of trustees, any type of position like that, mayor. Uh, those are the ones where you can really start to make change at. Yeah. When you get that low on the ground. Because then you actually, your vote counts a lot. Oh, yeah. I agree. That's 100%. And you can talk to them. Like, yeah. They're in the, they're very, very meetable. And not only that, but those, that's when they start doing the weed out process. Like, exactly. As they're trying to climb yeah. the ladder is they're, mm-hmm. you know, they see how well they, well, it really boils down to, uh, disclaimer here for everyone. I listened to a podcast with Dan Carlin and Joe Rob- Rogan podcast, and they talked a lot about this <laughs> stuff. And one of the things Dan Carlin talked about is they begin a weed out process early oh, on yeah. to see it's all based on 
how much money can they raise? Okay. How much money can you accumulate? And then if you can accumulate well, they kind of open up the door for you. And what Dan Carlin mentioned was that so basically what we're left with is someone who's going for president is someone who's basically only focused was how much money can they raise? He's like, well, Jesus Christ, what other qualifications do they have other than I can raise money? Right. He yeah. goes, what are we left with? He's like, we're left with dog shit. Because I have no doubt that there's other people that are way more qualified oh, than yeah. Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton, but they can't raise the money that yeah, exactly. these guys can. <clears throat> yeah. So we, they're not even an option. I mean, I would love to look at some of the other, like I dare say, parties that are out there because honestly who are we kidding those guys are not winning anything yeah. they never will no yeah because they don't have the the you know the financial backing but it's I look noble at some of those, that they run oh yeah but i mean it's purely for yeah. like you know it's for the principle mm-hmm. more yeah than i mean that's why i i'm not gonna vote green party because they never really try except in a few small select states uh, and evanston has like a green party uh, mm-hmm. candidate but they never try to run anything at the smaller local level yeah. it's mm-hmm. only every four years they'll try out a president and then it's like, all right, if you actually want to make change, that's not what you're going to do. Right. You're going to have to start, to start small in local areas and then build up a base. I was going to say build your base. Like, because yeah. yeah. if you don't have anyone that really knows, like, I have no concept of what the Green Party stands for exactly. as an entire party. Yeah. And so you build the base on that. And then maybe I'll start looking at it. Maybe everyone else starts looking at, you know, well, what is this? Like, what are the, what are the core fundamentals of, uh, you know, the foundation of, of this party? Exactly. Yeah. Well, even to a certain degree, you can look at the Tea Party. I mean, they're a fraction of, <laughs> the, of the Republican, you know. But that was a group that kind of splintered off, and they garnered a lot of people, you know, a lot of support uh, from folks on a lower, a lower level and also up through Congress, where they're like, a lot of people shared these same ideas, and they kind of, like, rallied together. I feel like the Tea Party was is a similar thing to what happened to Trump. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's it's not so much people. It's people who were pissed off at the time. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we now have a voice. We have our own party. And then pff, it just fizzled. Like, how yeah. often do you hear about the Tea Party? Like, the yeah. Tea Party was the buzzword for the, was it the 2008, 2012? Like, I don't know which Eight, one it was. It was, like, the uh, 12 midterms and then 2008. Like, yeah. they started it and then the 12 where, where they got a lot of people in. And then yeah. now I feel like it's just fizzled oh, like it's i done. feel like you most of them yeah. got unelected or they will get unelected yeah, like a like, lot of the senator seats that are coming up are old tea party guys yeah and yeah. i feel like this is that this is exactly the same thing that's happening with trump now is that it's just it was a bunch of people who just felt angry and they're like mm-hmm. i can rally behind this thing and yeah. then <laughs> well again it's it's a change from what we're used to hearing right it's not talking points it's people that are like really saying what's uh, quote unquote on their mind well yeah that's like trump's thing is he's finally like saying out loud what the Republican Party has been dog whistling at since, like, Reagan. Right. Or since Goldwater, even Mm -hmm. before. Like, he's actually just saying, like, racist things now, which the Republican (laughs) Party before had always, like... Like they they haven't said it out loud, but they were hiding it like behind right. their words, and now he's just bringing it out in front. Look, I'm not and, saying yeah. that, but, but exactly. Yeah. Like, but and now I'm, Trump's just saying that. Yeah. yeah, he's just saying that sort of stuff. Let me ask you something too. Dan Carlin brought this up on the Joe Rogan podcast. Um, you know why? Why is it that we nowadays, with our technology, we elect someone to go to Washington to then vote on our behalf? Like back when we started the government. And when, the, when we, the three of us, started the government back in 1776. We, the royal we. I mean, you had to send, write out a piece of letter, you know, a letter on with probably a goddamn quill pen mm-hmm. and then fold it up and send it to, a, give it to a guy on a horse. And that guy would then ride that horse to wherever and it would take weeks, if not months, to get where it needed to go. You needed to have someone on, in your stead be in the Capitol to talk and fight for you. Nowadays, we have email. We have all sorts of technology that allows us. I mean, we could just go direct to the source at that point in time. I my and do you want to weigh in on this? Oh, go ahead first. I, I, I was yeah. going to say I I feel like it's almost because of how far we have come. It's too convenient. Yeah, and like technology, we've got you know Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat and Facebook and WhatsApp and emails and we've got like it's all these different things that you have mm-hmm. that I don't think there's one way to centralize it so there would be way too many avenues coming in feeding in with with ideas thoughts opinions also at the time there were way fewer people than there are now in America sure. so there's way less to tabulate and then lastly I think our we as a society have just gotten just shitty and so like I don't think we don't have the attention span and we don't have the desire, really. Like, I don't think anyone really cares enough. They'll they'll go on Facebook and they'll post something, but they don't care enough to actually research something and actually get out and and cast that vote mm-hmm. if it were if it were down to them. 
Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't know if they would actually do that. I can't say they wouldn't. I just feel like now there and there are people who will listen to this and go, "Well, fuck that. I would do it." I'm not talking about that person. I'm talking about the 10 other people that work right behind that person who would go, "Oh, I would totally do it." And then they wouldn't. Yeah. You know, they just don't have the attention span to do it. I'm with you on that. I mean, and most Americans are dumb. Like I'm an idiot. Like everyone is pretty much an idiot. And I don't like career politicians isn't automatically a bad thing. Like you want people who um, like have experience of running a government and like know the ins and outs of politics, and so just having like everyone vote on everything is very bad. Like in my eyes, I just said sure. it very strongly. It's very <laughs> bad. Uh, I still think it'd be a good idea, partly because you don't want just some random asshole from you know, Missouri uh, <laughs> just voting on like what our budget's going to be. Yeah, um, and you want people who like. It's their full time job to run the government. Like that is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, to, to and I think it'll end up just if like the app party or whatever. Like we like disrupt it from Silicon Valley or some bullshit. Like it'll just be, end up being democracy. Will be like, oh, I want the color of the flag to be red, white, and blue. Like vote yes, and that's like what democracy becomes, which isn't good. Yeah. Like, right. You don't want that. It's like, like it's like the Facebook post. Like like this. And yeah. You think exactly. The flag yeah. should change. Like yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's there it's would so be dumb. way too many. It would almost open it up to too much democracy. Yeah. Exactly. Which don't. is a weird thing to say. But, but yeah. would, that would probably help with special interest groups. You probably wouldn't have, you know, because let's face it, a lot of those guys, uh, they'll they'll be if they hear people spending money, sending money their way, they're like, okay, this is an issue that's important. They'll give a shit about it. Um, versus like, you know, maybe something else that is important, but no one's like, you know, spending money saying, hey, yeah, you should do about this. They go wherever the money is, right? You know, as far as because they're so concerned about being reelected. Yeah, I think I have, I have a slight disagreement with you on that. I think it's not bring it. Inter- <laughs> <laughs> It's not the special interest groups. I think that's the problem. It's the lobbying rules. Yeah, I think is the problem. Mm -hmm. And Barack passed a law, quote unquote, that was supposed to change this, but it's not. uh, It's not like enforced at all, and it's Mm -hmm. like the dumbest law of all time. Mm -hmm. So like money is still involved, and like all the lobbyists like are still doing their thing. And I think that's where the problem is: is the money coming from lobbyists, not specifically that we have special interest groups, Mm -hmm. because there are groups. There's like I mean, there's groups like you know the American Disabilities Group or like like all sorts of like minority groups that do need their voice represented, mm-hmm. but they don't have the money to do it. So they're not getting their voice represented. Mm-hmm. And instead it's like, you know, pharma groups or Blackwater, whoever, who right. get their lobbying money. Exactly. So if we didn't have Congress, who would they spend their money? Or where would they spend their money? <laughs> they right? make their employees vote their way. That's true. Right, yeah. So hey, but, hey, if you want to work here, get on Facebook yeah. and cast that vote. Yeah. 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 See then, but that would, I feel like that would even out the playing field, you know? I just Ooh, feel like you have a I lot of dumber wanna, people. I do not no, want I, company. I, yeah. I'm, playing, I'm playing Justin's yeah. role as advocate here on this. But I'm, w- I'm with you. I mean, I didn't see it because it wasn't on my side. <laughs> I know. Justin's like, what? Yeah, no. It's like one of those things where, you know, because in a way, we are entrusting a lot of the American people to pay attention and to do that. But I also feel like because I know there's two senators and however many House people we have for Illinois, who gives a shit? I don't know. This is case in point. Though, <laughs> yeah, we all yeah. should be nope. because because I know they are there. I they're like, well, they're taken care of. It. Sure, you know, if I knew that they weren't there and it was our full responsibility, I would probably give a. I would care a lot more. But, w- I, would you though? I really Do you think, think you would. I really think I would. at this stage of my life, yes. Okay, you asked me ten years ago, probably not. Okay, that's fair. But right now in my life, I would probably be like, I would be more encouraged. I'd be like, oh shit, like. I might actually be able to make a difference here. Right. Now, granted, you're also looking at people who are writing laws. Like, yeah. writing laws. Like, you're still going to have to have someone do that. In legalese. In legalese yeah. and, you know, and all that sort of stuff. Like, you know, there are going to be people that are interpreting the law and they're going to be doing, you know, we're going to be missing that part of it. <laughs> little, little asterisk. Like, uh-oh. But the way I look at it is, like, there's so many parts of the government that are old that don't fit with our modern time. I will agree with that. There is there was Thank you for <clears throat> trying to just try you're like, ah, okay. I'll agree with that. I appreciate your consideration. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was I can't remember <clears throat> who exactly it was. Uh and I got there's been so this is a, another this is a prime example of how much we have coming at us and why it would be a terrible idea because I can't even remember I'm like, either my wife told me this or I read it on Facebook or I heard it on a news show. Or I did, like I can't remember where the fuck it came from, but there was <clears throat> someone who had brought up the point, or maybe you told me it. I don't remember. There was someone who brought up the point of uh, it's because the argument about the gun, 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 uh, the Second Amendment, right? The right mm. to bear arms. 
is that you know it was written back when there was muskets. So absolutely, everyone's entitled to a musket. Like there was, it needs to be updated because it was mm-hmm. it's an out of date thing. Someone came out and 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 talked about that. Look, the entire political spectrum is outdated. Yes, we're still doing everything the way we did it when America was founded. Yes, and so they 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 were postulating that just blow the whole thing up or not blow the whole thing up but like re rewrite how everything is done like you don't need this you don't need like and i, I to to what your point would just was like i feel like that is actually a, a i've never thought of it in that regard i've only looked at it in small fragments of like oh the second amendment is outdated like we need to update that or we need to take it super literally and everyone gets a musket like but the whole yeah. system i think could stand a reboot. A good, a good. You, that's a great word to, to segue. Uh, Dan Carlin referenced this. His example was like, "This is an old Mac computer that's been patched and patched and patched and patched, yeah, for years, and now it's barely like it's functioning." But you just need to buy a new computer at this point in right. time. Like it's been so <laughs> patched together with different things that it's it's and there's no way it's running efficiently either. Right. You know, it's just. But how do you how do you get rid of the things that don't work? I mean, what, what what power do you have? I think, I mean, I guess efficiency is what I reacted to in that sentence because I don't know if I really want the government to honestly, like, run efficiently. Like, that's like, I don't want the government to be run like like Google. Like, okay. that, to me, that's a very bad thing. How so? Because the government has so much power, efficiency generally means that there's one person in charge making most of the decisions. That that's there fair. is a very direct line of command, and that line of command has is, like... Uh, someone has very much control over it. Okay. And I don't think that's good for the government uh, just because you don't want that one person to have that much power. Like streamlining things I, I think is saying. very bad. There definitely definitely needs to be red tape and there needs to be some sort of bureaucracy involved. Checks and balances are always a good thing. I, I agree with you right there. Like what's it uh, they're talking about? You know, when was the last president that actually declared war? Like an official was like, I'm declaring war. And World asked, War Two, And ask Congress... Yeah. To basically authorize war. FDR, it was World maybe. War II. Yeah. How many other wars have we been in since <clears throat> World War II? Because we've said this is a police action. We're going in as a police action, which is then the full control of the president. Talking golf resolution, yeah. son. Yeah. It. It's like... Yeah, I love that, golf. That's, that's, that's an uh-oh situation where people have bypassed it. And because someone did that, they're like, cool, I'm going to do that moving forward okay. because it's right. worked. As opposed to actually asking for permission from Congress. And the only thing that Congress can do to combat that is they control the money. So what are they going to do? They're going to send soldiers over and they're going to be like, nope, don't give them supplies. Right. Cutting off the supplies. Can't right. do that because that sure yeah. shit won't get you elected. Yeah. <laughs> That's my, my pet theory is that if we took 2% of the military budget and spent it in places that I deem good, we could fix the United States. That you, de- <laughs> uh, that <laughs> that you deem good? Yeah. <laughs> what, what would be an example of what you deem good? Uh, education and infrastructure. Okay. I think are the two biggest things yeah. that I would spend. Because, I mean, what? The, we spend more than the top, like, other 15 countries combined in our military. Oh, and it's including China. That's including Great Britain, including France. Uh, who share one aircraft carrier, by the way. That's my favorite fact. Great Britain and France share one aircraft carrier. Who would have thought? Have, we are you like serious? Two. We have eight. Who would have thought the, those two countries yeah. would be sharing? It's so funny because in my head I'm like, we only have eight. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like well, there's like the biggest size. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. yeah. Like um, the extra yeah. large. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, and we spend like billions on uh, like minorly on minor upgrades for like our spy planes. It's like right. Put that money in other places. Two percent of the budget would fix most of the U.S.'s problems. Yeah. Well, like Trump said, like most of the B fifty two bombers your grandfather could be flying, right? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. That was an right. accurate statement. <laughs> Uh, my grandfather was a conscious subjector, and he didn't fight in any wars, so he would not be fine. <laughs> also, I don't think the B fifty two bomber existed, existed when my grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I feel like something else Dan Carlin brought up was like you know, in any other sort of business, and obviously it's probably not an apples to apples comparison to do business and government, but he goes, not according to Trump. True, <laughs> um, but if someone doesn't do their job in a business or they fail, they're fired. <clears throat> or ultimately that business shuts down. Yeah. That doesn't happen with the government. You can go and make a mistake, but you're still good to go. Right. Like there may be some some sort of repercussions, but it's not the same like, you know, if the CIA fucks up or the NSA fucks up or the FBI fucks up, the FBI will still be there. Yeah. Right. No one's no one's checking them. And and no one's gonna be like, you know, we need to do a whole overhaul of of right. this organization and maybe get rid of it. No one's going to do that. It's going to be there yeah. for better or worse because it's been there. 
to rain on your parade a little bit. Oh, rain on. Uh, <laughs> to me, Love having I a guess, history like, guy here, <laughs> right? The like the business thing I also don't like, mm-hmm. just because like look at the CEO of Enron, look at like all these CEOs of like giant Wall Street companies who got like million dollar payouts and are still in the business, mm-hmm. like b- below where like above where we're at at yeah. our jobs. Like you can fuck up as many times as you want, yeah. and you're set. Like you're still. What about good. the CEO of Walt Disney? I mean, they're doing <laughs> right. great, and they're making people happy. Am I right? <laughs> Guys, am I right? You're right. Yeah, 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 sure. What's the last Disney movie you saw in theaters? Zoo- oh, in theaters? I just saw Zootopia. Well, you have night. a daughter. I was, well, no. It, it, you, it, Doug is a Disney guy. <laughs> I am a Disney guy. I just saw Zootopia the other night. Amazing movie. It really was. I and watched te- that one in the theater. Technically, uh, Marvel movies are also um, Disney technically, movies. Technically. Mm, sorry. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, in Black Panther 4, actually. Um, actually, <laughs> Star Wars is also a Disney property. So, uh, yeah. So, Can yes. we just have Disney like run our government? Then, like, right? oh, they God. just have every other property. Anti semi fascist. Come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's do it. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, right. They just right? they bought the government, just like they bought Marvel and uh, they, Star Wars. Get the Imagineering team out there, <laughs> dude. That's got to be a fake news article. Disney buys the U.S. <laughs> government. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna write that for, for blowhard. <laughs> you can do it. Is I'll it? run it. I, I, <laughs> I got the ear of the other. Yes, yes. No, I think you're right. I, I, I think it is unfair to compare businesses to go yeah. because they're not. They're not the exactly. same thing, and they shouldn't be the same thing. But at the same time, like you know, if you have something that's not running the way that it should, it's nearly impossible to get rid of it out of the government. Like you can't yeah. just. Shut that shit down or whatever, you know? Well, it's funny because, like, how many times have we been – even even this week, the government uh, vetoed uh, the, the bill to pass uh, – or to uh, extend spending yeah. to keep the government running past midnight on, on this coming Friday, which, as we're recording, this is tomorrow. It did get passed. It did oh, it did? Yes. Yeah. I was going to say – They read – the last, the last, when that initially came through on my feed and, and my, the AP News, you know, updates that I get on my phone, I was like, you know what? It's sad because I'm not even worried about this yeah. because <laughs> guess what? They're going to revote on it. And as I was yeah. just informed right now, <laughs> it passed. Shocking. Yeah. Like, there's no fucking repercussions to like, yeah. I think once in the last like 10 years or something, the government actually shut down for a couple days or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it shut down but, for like two weeks yeah. uh, a couple years ago, like for the, like the first time ever, essentially. Right. And, and what happened? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Which just shows to prove we don't need them. <laughs> We're still around. We made it through those two weeks. Yeah. I thought you were going to bring up the fact that uh, Congress vetoed uh, Barack Obama's uh For the first time, bill. right? Yeah, his, yeah. his bill about uh, yeah. the, with the 9-11. That we couldn't sue Saudi Arabia because of 9-11? Yeah. Was that really what it was about? Basically. Mm-hmm. Like, the- people honestly want to sue, is it the country? Yeah. yeah they Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Arabia. They, yeah. They, a lot of people feel that Saudi Arabia is responsible because of what was they it? The- are. <laughs> No, no, no. You understand? It was an inside job. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jet fuel can't melt still beams. I forgot. I'm so sorry. God. I'll never forget. <laughs> never forget. Um, but they were saying, you know, you a lot didn't of people... say hashtag before. Yeah. So it, doesn't, it doesn't count. <laughs> so it's opening up uh, people the ability to go and sue that government, which I think is a really bad idea, personally. Uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I don't. It's just it doesn't really make sense under like international law, like individuals <laughs> like from different countries being able to sue foreign governments. Yeah, like yeah. where the world court doesn't like you. It's not a, like a it's not family court there. Like you can't just go and sue somebody <laughs> at the Hague. Yeah, like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's just like yeah, I gonna hold this country responsible for a terrible thing that happened. I'm like. I don't think you can do that. How do you subpoena a country? Yeah, exactly. Like, does yeah, someone right? walk up and just like, entire, like and like that, they well, just drop the subpoena in the middle of yeah. Times Square <laughs> and then slink away? Yeah, like yeah. what? What lawyer is going to be like? Yeah, class action lawsuit <laughs> against Saudi Arabia. And not only that, but you know, Obama brought up a good point too. He's like, that's going to a ruin foreign relations and b it's going to open up the U.S. Because yeah. we've done some shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's put it out there. Hell, yeah. We've done some shit. Yes. Uh, a few things. Was there something in the news just recently? It was like, was it Laos or something like that, where we had bombed the shit out of them, but most of the bombs didn't go off? Uh, Laos, Cambodia. Yeah. All those. All so those there's just a bunch of change. fucking bombs in the jungle. Well, what was the other one not too long ago? It was a week or so ago where we... The like the bombing hit like the wrong... Yeah. It, it bombed... Like, they blew bombed up the a bunch of... Yeah. yeah. But, and I'm like... <laughs> well, oh, sorry, guys. Our bad. Or, I mean, you can talk about all the drone attacks yeah. too that yeah. have, you know hit civilians. Oh, probably yeah. why Obama was really like, "Yeah, we don't want to do that." Because uh, Banana Republics, pretty much, you know, like uh, 1776 until 2016. Yeah, a lot of stuff he gets sued for. Yeah, I was just like, why? I, you know, 
again, I didn't have anyone personally that died in in nine eleven or anything like that. But I, I mean, I, I understand the the anger. I, yeah. I, I get it. I understand the anger. I understand the frustration. I can empathize with you know people who lost people or who were tied directly to that. And I, I in in that regard, I understand where that 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 furiousness comes from. But at the same time, look at it from a larger standpoint, and it's just not the right call. Like, what do they think not. they're going to get out of it? Are they going to get money? Are they Saudis gonna get, have a lot of money. Are, it's are, right from the pickings. Are they going to get, like, are they taking, is this civil court, or is this like... I, I know a great guy, 1-800-SHARK now. Uh, you can see his ads on the bus everywhere. He'll get you a great deal. Dude, Doesn't charge unless he wins. Call Glenn Lerner. Yeah, right. All right. In a wreck, need a check? Am I right? <laughs> that was a big wreck. That's a big-ass wreck. So like I I don't I don't see the logic in that I never have though like per, and again I've never been in that situation where I've been like someone has been killed wrongfully in my family or whatever and been like Doug you know what you should do you should sue them for that I've I've never been in that situation yeah. and honestly the people make it seem like you know all that stuff is good even if you like lose in federal court and you take them to civil court and it's like all right they owe you six million dollars who's going to enforce them to to pay you yeah I well, watched uh, I watched yeah. the OJ Simpson like thirty for thirty documentary which you guys absolutely should watch it's amazing and they talked about that how when uh what's her face uh the marcia clark no the oh. girl uh the nicole his what yes his, yeah. his family took oj simpson to civil court sued him and won and won yeah and the everyone was like yeah and then it cuts to the father and he goes so all that is is just a piece of paper that says that he owes us money and there's no way to enforce it never got a check yeah because yeah. he hid all of his assets and did all this sort of stuff Never, never paid. He ended up stealing all his assets back in Vegas. Yeah, all of his assets. It was like a couple thousand dollars worth of bullshit that he ended up going he had to jail. Getting a white for. Bronco. Yeah, right. <laughs> Guys, I'm not old enough to remember the O.J. Simpson case. How Honestly, cool it, it happened, but I, I wasn't. I didn't watch the trial or yeah, anything like I that. I watched it. I remember just seeing the Bronco chase going down, but that's all I knew. I just remember everyone talking about it, but I didn't know what was going on. I was yeah. like. So. That was the first news story that I was actually invested in. And I know I was young, but like that was the first one where I was like, we had it on at school. I would come home, yeah. I'd watch it. I'd, my mom would have it on. Like I actually invested myself in that. That was the first trial that was actually televised all the time, like the whole process. Well, it was the first trial. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But it was so. the first. I, it's the first news story that sure. I remember like mm-hmm. actually throwing myself into and going, yeah. I kind of want to know how this ends yeah. like it was it was, it was like that for everybody it became yeah. Oh, yeah. almost like your first reality tv sort of i feel situation. like and i i could be speaking completely out of out of my ass on this one which would be a first on this podcast <laughs> never happened this is always facts objective yeah. facts. objective I mean, facts guys yes but uh i feel like that was i feel like that was partially responsible for the 24-hour news cycle yes i think you're right I, mean, I feel like that was kind of one of the genesis of like hey we need to like this needs to be on all the time because yeah. we're getting amazing ratings on this shit. It's funny because my wife talks about how her uh, grandmother actually had all the tapes. She had taped it whenever oh, the trial wow. was on. Really? She had them all. She was always taping it to see what was going on. And people were doing that. They were going and watching you know, the news and yeah. seeing the live coverage of it at all times. Like It became this infatuation yeah. about you know this yeah. trial and this thing that's going on, which is fascinating. Because that's the first time that's ever happened. And I always, like, nowadays, it just always seems like so much sensation is behind all of it. Where I'm just like, guess what? No one really knows what happened except for the people that were involved. Yeah. But everyone's going to judge anyway because we're assholes. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that's – when you boil that down, though, that's that's our legal system. Yeah, but – I mean, like – But the average person, you know, like in 1776, we wouldn't know – Hamilton. Hamilton all day. We wouldn't know if there was an OJ case happening like up in 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 Boston or something like right, that. But the case would still be happening. People who weren't there would still be judging. Sure, it. but not on the scale that we're doing right now, where but, everyone feels like they're like involved. Right, but does scale matter? I mean, in the general, in the overall decision. Uh, yeah, get my uh, history professor on things like that did actually happen. Yeah, because uh, there were news, newspapers, so there there were large like national stories. I did time out. First of all, size does matter. <laughs> it does. Not what I've heard. That's what you. That's what you asking. Size matters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not the size of your audience is how many come back and watch it again. <laughs> how many come back for more? But you were saying about your professor said that uh, to put my professor goggles on. Professors can't tell me shit. <laughs> uh, I mean, there were like uh, 
there were nationally like huge cases like that, mm-hmm. like people like are following in the papers. Sure. Especially when printing got a lot cheaper. Yeah. Uh, and so people like were reading like I mean Jack the Ripper was a huge national story. Oh, that's actually a good point. Pre seventy seventy six, um, it was like in the tabloids that at the time, uh, and everyone was following it. So our stories like that pre yeah. OJ, but I mean OJ was on a completely different scale. Yeah. Sure. Everything else. It's just yeah, and everyone just gets their their big old noses in it, and they're like, mm, "He did it." Mm, no, we didn't. And everyone just vote, votes in like the public eye, which is fucked up because no matter what happens, that person's guilty to somebody. You know, like you could be. You no, know, like I'm the actually. Goldmans are always going to no matter what the, what the verdict is. You like the yeah. Goldmans are always going to think that he's guilty. A hundred percent. He's always going to think that he's not. Exactly. Like yeah. there's always going to be no matter what happens in the on the eyes of the law. There's one thing, but then there's the eyes of the public where right. all of a sudden public opinion. Yeah, it's like, and again, it goes into one of my the fear that I have of just becoming this something viral that all of a sudden the mob because <laughs> that's what the mob is terrifying. You can't, you can't. Exactly, and that's oh, why they shouldn't the vote, Duck. What? And that's why the mob shouldn't vote, baby. Mm. <laughs> Mic drop. Duck <laughs> 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 has been Inception. <laughs> plot, plot. M A stands for Master of Something that else starts with an A. <laughs> wow. Logic L, but the A part and not the L O G I C. Second L. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're taking I, I'm, away. I'm, from it. Away from it. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep on talking for a while, guys. <laughs> no, that's that's a that's an excellent point. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna have to concede that. It's an excellent point. That's why we all should not. Uh, why we all should not be voting on everything. Well, yeah. I mean, mob mentality and such. Yeah, because again, because again, like as as corrupt as some of those fuckers are, at least um, they have an idea of the process and things like that. And obviously, we can argue that the process could be updated. Oh, 100%. Modern yeah. Day, yeah. But like you, I think it does go back to the fact that these are dedicated people. This is their career. Their job is to, you know, make these things happen. I was just thinking about it the other day. I'm like, if I – like, guys, I've never thought about running for political <laughs> office. But I'm like, what if I were to run, like, for, you know, some, like the water reclamation yeah. or whatever? I'm just like, what if I were to do some just, like – and then I thought about it. I'm like, if I got elected, I'd have no – fucking clue yeah. what to where to start with anything and i'm like i'm actually glad that there's people who dedicate their yeah. lives because yeah. i don't know how to do it i don't either like yeah. i don't know the I wouldn't first know. thing about it yeah no like who you gotta how talk do you to? president yeah i don't know <laughs> well i also was thinking about that too like this is trying to become president is like the worst job interview process ever well, oh, really I, yeah. only psychopaths try to become president uh, that's my yeah, thing. only sociopaths like really actually why would you president. why would you want to like that sounds like the worst job in the world oh, that's awful dan carlin also mentioned on the podcast oh that jesus dan carlin i love dan carlin he said dan uh carlin. he had a, a german friend who said that the problem with our president is like in europe there is a president who's like the bean counter guy and then there's the chancellor who is like the face. Angela Merkel. Angela Merkel. Angela Merkel. <laughs> and um, they're the ones that will go and do like, uh, oh, there's a funeral. They'll go. They'll be the face of the government. Whereas like the bean counter, the person who's making the decisions is the one who's like, you know, really the analytical side. Whereas in America, we have that both of those in the same role. It's like so what you want to be like the face right. is kind of like a John Wayne. But at the same time, you need the bean counter. He goes, how often do you have a John Wayne who's also a bean counter? Yeah, like the head of state versus head of government. Exactly. Right. It's like yeah, yeah. it's like very rarely do you get that. Most of the time, you settle for a John Wayne because it's the charisma. Everyone talks about charisma. Right. They're so charismatic. It's like, yeah, but is that what you really want? Like, do you really want that kind of, or do you want the other analytical side of it? Yeah. That's going to do it. Now, unfortunately, if you're not charismatic, people are like, wow. I don't want to talk to that guy. He's weird, you know, or he's quiet or he doesn't make himself known or whatever. So they don't stand out. So people don't notice them. That's how I got William Henry Harrison as president. Did a four hour speech, got pneumonia and died. 14 days as president. 31, I guess. But yeah. History. What a pussy. Real dummy. (laughs) Wasn't. He wasn't fit to be America's president. On the other side, though, you get like Woodrow Wilson, who's like the bean counter type, yeah. who just like believed in like race science and thought that all black people were inferior to white people. Yeah. So Jesus, really? Yeah, hell yeah. That sucks. Like skull shapes and shit. Like he is all into that. Uh, really? Oh yeah. Wow. I that's had a guy, no idea. That's a guy I'd love Early to bring 1900s. to the future and be like, hey, check out all these sports. 
Or hey, <laughs> check out our president. Yeah, right. Yeah, that too. Right. Yeah. yeah look at our president. Check out the guy holding the position you held. Yeah, look at that motherfucker. Fucker. <laughs> yeah. And be like, yeah, good luck with that, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people I love to bring from the past to the future. Another one would be Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Bring him to the future and just show him like Independence Day. Or all the words he invented. Yeah. And yeah, right. Be like, oh, you know your plays of your time. These are the plays of our time. Here's Transformers. You know, here's Transformers. Gotta be so good having. Oh man. First of all, he's like, I don't understand what you're saying. I don't understand what this is. But you just literally watch his head explode. What even is a line from Transformers? Like, oh, big robot. I'm Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Listen to me. Like, well, there's no like lines from like Transformers. Autobots roll Auto- out. Yeah, oh, they roll out. <laughs> Optimus Prime. Just Optimus. <laughs> that's the sound they make, right? <laughs> or like, what's the? Isn't there one that like pees? There's like a peeing robot. Yeah, because that's funny too. Oh, that was from the second one, right? He was. He was. L- he was leaking coolant. And there's like something. the urban robots who like oh, they jive <laughs> right. and like, listen to rap music. Oh my! Transform into a boombox. <laughs> It's real good. You me. know what I want to transform this podcast into? A tail! I almost did it again. Why do we always try to say takedown? I don't Why? know. <laughs> I don't know. Give it to me again. Give it to me again. You know what I want to transform this podcast into? The throwdown. <laughs> I like how you went more mellow that time. <laughs> I'm always yelling it. So after what? after two years, you're going to be able to figure out the mic stand and say the throwdown. <laughs> I'm in a rut, man. I'm in a big rut. I'm not doing well. I'm going to pull you out of this, man. Yeah, man. you got to yank me out. So in honor of having a history buff here. Oh, oh shit. I yes. want to I want to, I want to. put this out there. And uh, if it's not good, we can do another one. But yeah. I feel like this one will be a fun one. And I already know which way you're going to go on it. <laughs> um, because we've had a similar debate in the past. Oh, I hope it's. I hope you're going where I think you're going. Uh, but, uh, kind of, but not really. I hope you're um, going where I think you're going. <laughs> so... We're going to say we're going empires. Okay. So we're going to go at its apex, the Roman Empire Mm -hmm. versus at its apex, America, modern day America, or or at its apex, America, whenever that was. But oh, but it's not now. I don't know. I'm just saying. 1989. Boom. There we go. The Russians are ready to go. go. (laughs) Die Hard came out. Everything was good. Look at that. Yeah. We had no post post World War II also. America. Yeah. Miracle on Ice was uh, nine years under our belt. We were feeling good about ourselves. <laughs> well, I'd um, say just military alone, we America would probably. Win but that. again, I'm not. You have to. You have to take contextually into specific. Contextually specific. So we're not dropping like a bombs on them, going yeah. like she has a spears with a with a shield in front yeah. of us. No, like yeah, we're, your phalanx don't mean shit when you drop a nuke, motherfucker. I'm just saying. So yeah. So like contextually. So let's let's go. It's it's the empire of Rome versus the empire of of America. Interesting. I'm. Oh, he went after his chin. I, like, my chin. I know my. That was a good one. I win. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I win the throwdown. <laughs> my immediate answer is Rome. Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, specifically because uh, they conquered more, and they had uh, their whole thing was conquering. They wanted more territory, and that was like pretty much their whole goal to run it. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with Rome over America first okay. because America at. It's never been about for America. It's never been about physically conquering. It's about been economically conquering or culturally okay. conquering. Um, and the Romans did all three of those things. Okay. And America's really only done two. And obviously, we've taken over like the Philippines and all that kind of shit. But we're not gonna. I'm not gonna take too much into context because Rome did you know control pretty much all the known world at the time mm-hmm. for them. Also, they had syphilis. <laughs> Unleash that as <is> biological <laughs> warfare. Syphilis. Um. Huh. Yeah, for the sheer amount of land that they covered, that's one thing. But like you said, like I don't know, because that was such a different time as far as like conquering land was what you did. It was harder. It, yeah. Less communication. Yeah. Uh, they had to keep, and they went from like Italy to Britain. Mm-hmm. They controlled with horses carrying letters. Mm-hmm. Like, and no one could write. And they built like roads. Six and people shit like could that, write. Yeah, you know? roads, yeah. aqueducts. Yeah. The amount that they actually, the amount that they actually gave to society, to culture, the mm-hmm. amount that they invented, the amount that they like literary, like, and then also conquer. Like, there was just so much that they just like expanded out on. America did it faster. Now, in the same, I was gonna say, in the same, in the same breath, we have created in similarly the technological advances. Like, we are. I mean, in the last fifty years. We have had more technological advances than we have in the prior however many thousands of years. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it is just insane. So I will give us that in that regard. But yeah, as I think far the, as... America, the best thing going for America, I think, is the production. Like, right. the amount that America is able to produce, 
I think, I mean, comparing for factories and whatever, like, I think it's probably still more than Rome did at the sure. time. Sure. And I also say intellectual property-wise, you know, we the literature that we we churn out, the movies that we churn out, Are the music that we churn out. Herodotus, Pliny, Homer, Harry Herodotus, Potter, the Great the Maze Runner. Right. Harry Potter, not us, first off. <laughs> that's that's English. Us. We made the movies, goddammit. Yeah, but if, without the source Fair. material, those wouldn't have never happened. Still made the movies. So I Roman say bullshit classics. on that. Maze How are you Runner? underrating the Lost Works? Uh, the I Lost Boys? Anybody's name the Lost right now. Boys? Anybody? <laughs> Young Corey? Predestination? Predestination? Right? That was Australia. Publicus? Yes! <laughs> I'm wrong! <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, our number one export is intellectual property. Yeah, I mean, like the cultural, I think the cultural power of the United States is like you can't under you can win culturally when you're playing Age of Empires. So uh oh, oh, Doug's excited <laughs> about this. Or you're playing Civilization. Civilization, yeah, yeah Civ, Civ Five, baby. Yeah, Civ Five, Sid Myers, baby. Civ Five. You gotta you gotta send out your little artists over to yeah. or the musicians to the other countries so you can expand your culture. Exactly, you can, yep. you can dominate their culture that yeah. way. So totally, agree. yeah, because the Romans, I mean, they stole everything from the Greeks. And yeah. then they just incorporated what they... See, that's the thing the about the Roman longer. Empire is they just fucking stole their shit from the Greeks. Yeah, but they like, stole it successfully. Yeah, yeah so what? So what? They're still fucking thieves. Jupiter's cooler than Zeus. I'm just going to say it right now. What? Uh, I'm just going to drop Bullshit. that. Leave that there. Leave the Greek, that there. There's a reason why so many of the Greek gods or the Roman gods don't really get as much play as the Greek gods. Uh, I Politics. can name uh, all the Roman... I can't name all the Roman gods. Right? I can name <laughs> I Jupiter like, um, and Venus and Mars. And, and other Saturn <laughs> and Pluto. Wait a second. Uh-huh. Wait a second. Wait I'm saying Mercury. Yeah. Earth? Did I do it? <laughs> did I get them Earth? all? Earth? Yeah, they basically. Sun. They're like, we'll just rename all these gods to. Ju- yeah, exactly. You know, it's great. Sort of stuff, so. <laughs> and they had vomitoriums. That's true. Love it. We also and like orgies. Bathhouses. <laughs> <laughs> they also invented quote unquote history. So mm-hmm. I got to side with the Romans on this one. Herodotus. First historian, grandfather. He might have been Greek. I could be getting it wrong. <laughs> he wouldn't have. He wouldn't have had a degree <laughs> if it weren't for. Yeah, I wouldn't have a damn degree. I was like, I was gonna, I was gonna be like, I can make up shit too. Yeah, exactly. And apparently, you just did. <laughs> He's not a Greek or Roman. Late Greek, early Roman. One of the two. I'm kind of at a yeah, you know, Dropfies. Sure, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, D's nutsies. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm kind of at a I'm at an impasse. I can't really decide. I I kind of you make some very compelling arguments, um, you know, based on the time period. But it's hard for me to wrap my head around it because they are so different from each other too. Just mm-hmm. like the things that they've accomplished. Um, you're yeah. you're. I feel like there's part of you that that is still holding on to the the debate you thought we were going to go into. What, what debate did you think I was going to go into? Which was a Roman soldier versus a modern-day soldier. Yes! And, yes! and there's still part of you that won't let that go, and that's why that's why you're wavering. That's not actually it, but I was hoping you would do that. Yeah. But um, I just... Because there's, there's not an... Or it wasn't a Roman It was a Spartan soldier, Spartan I think I said. Soldier. Well, originally what we had, we had like a Viking versus a... Oh, it was a Viking. I'm yeah. sorry. You're right. It was. Yeah. It was. What was... Who's the winner? Obviously, the modern soldier. Oh, obviously, of course. I'm so sorry. I apologize. Yeah. I'm deeply. Let's uh, do a lightning round on that real quick. <laughs> yeah. So let's say, do we want to say Spartan or do we want to say Viking? Hoplite. Uh, let's do both. Okay, Spartan versus modern soldier. Spartan versus modern soldier or modern soldier. Okay. Uh, specifically because they have more ability to um, create and maneuver within a war than a Spartan soldier would. You're talking, like, we're talking one-on-one. One-on-one, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, Spartan soldiers were trained to pretty much fight in lockstep. Okay. And modern soldiers aren't. Viking? Uh, First modern soldier? Uh, modern soldier again. Because Vikings were idiots. They're dumb. <laughs> like, they're, they just were like, that's, fair. I'm gonna that's actually a better argument than you made, Doug. <laughs> Mine was just that uh, we're built, we're bigger mm-hmm. now than, we, yeah, than they were back physically. then. Not to mention that uh, the strength-wise, the amount of knowledge we have on the human body and the training well, that um, we do. Sorry, I was contextualizing my argument yes! within the historical reality that both people lived in, so... <laughs> the fuck? I don't know the what that fuck? means, but it feels like you're wrong now. Because <laughs> yeah, that's what we were talking about. Yeah, it's like no, your I physical know. abilities yeah. and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Like, if they hand-to-hand combat, I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, modern soldiers have much better diets. Yeah, and exactly. better physical regimens. Of course. Yeah, because otherwise they're just... Meh. They both meh. 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 They've got the gout and scurvy and shit so, like that. So the Roman Empire, am I right? Yeah. I think I'm going to have to give it to the Roman Empire. I don't really have any like I strong i think if you if you think to make the worst argument of all time if you put americans uh in rome at the time they would just die because they'd be like i don't know what to do 
Mostly because if they try to eat the food, yeah, the they bacteria would just themselves. destroy them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they wouldn't yeah. be able to do that if they were trying. <laughs> they also wouldn't be able to speak the language, so they'd just be lost. Yeah. So, you know, they, they probably wouldn't understand all that shit. No, I think you're right. I think the, the, the sheer... F- the feat of Rome and what it was yeah. and what it, what it became and what America did was pretty great in the amount of time that it did because obviously it's hard to conquer that much stuff based oh, yeah. on the technology. But I think it's obviously – I think right now if America were to like fizzle out, I think um, Rome would still have a longer effect like in history books than America. Mm-hmm. I think that what, what, what Rome brought forward – yeah. It's still way more important and way more influential than what America has done. Roman Empire for the win. Ka-ching. For the win. Ka-ching! Whoop, whoop. Guys, we did it. We got through it. Aww. Dylan, thank you so much for coming, oh, man. Cool. Thanks for having me. This it's was been a, blast. a wonderful, yeah. wonderful conversation. It was great having your historical expertise. Uh, I'm on sorry America. we didn't get a you know, fix all of America's problems. It's okay. But next time. We Part two. Next <laughs> time. Part two. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, we'll fix just, two different uh, empires. <laughs> now nah, we're talking. That'll be fun. Uh, so uh, the blowhard. Where can people find the blowhard? Yeah, uh, www, which stands for World Wide Web, <laughs> dot theblowhard.com. Awesome. And you've got all the information, all the articles, all that sort of shit. Everything's there. there, main page. We got a little subheads. We got some food articles. We got Woo! political articles. We got comedy articles. We got all kinds of articles. That's awesome. Check it out. And where can they find uh, the greatest podcast in history? Yeah, just uh, do an iTunes search for greatest podcast in history or go on SoundCloud for greatest podcast in history. Awesome. And where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I'm on Facebook at Dylan Shear, weirdly enough. I'm on Twitter at Montana Blowhard. Um, dude, Twitter's so good. I don't know what you guys are talking about. My handle right now is Brochialist. Um, and those are the two good places. I'm not really anywhere else on the internet. Awesome. Very cool, man. Thank you so much. Thanks for uh, you guys can find MindGap on Facebook, and we're also on Twitter at MindGap Podcast. And Justin has a website. You can find me online at justinstranley.com. You can listen to this podcast as well as the other one I do every Monday with Milos Devanovich. It's called The Best Bar Podcast Ever, and it truly is. The best bar podcast ever. It's true. Um, on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, at Justin underscore Michael. It's M-I-K-E-L. While you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes. Subscribe to us there. Review us. Let us know if there's a topic you want us to talk about. Or if you think you got the cojones uh, to be on, let us know. We might have you on. Just uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, two East Eighth uh, Productions is twoeastate.com and Two East Eighth on all social media. Yay! Dylan, thanks again, man. Woo-woo. So fun. Yeah. yeah. Justin. It's- what? Huh? Huh? What? History! Wow! Whoa! Bitch! Mind Gap Podcast.